Okay, good morning. Hello. <laughs> I am not used to public speaking at all, so I'm going to read um, just so I stay on track. Thank you, Mina. <laughs> she remembers last time. Terry asked me to share a personal God story with you this morning. And while I have been blessed beyond measure, this event is something I will never forget because I got... I not only got to witness a miracle of God, I got to participate in it with him. About three years ago in youth, we were doing the Alpha video series, which is 12 lessons designed to walk someone through the basics of Christianity, who God is, who Jesus is, and why did he come. In one of these lessons, they discussed the miracles of Jesus. When Then the video asked people on the street this question, does God still perform miracles today? And you hear responses from people on the street, and then we're prompted to stop the video and ask the question amongst ourselves. Daniel, who was one of the youth leaders at the time, turned to me and asked the question, do I think God still performs miracles today? My response was, yes. You remember this, don't you? <laughs> And then in a moment of honesty, I added, but not big miracles, like parting the Red Sea or raising people from the dead. And in typical Daniel fashion, he responded with a thoughtful, hmm. <laughs> but I think he must have really been wondering, how the heck am I going to lead the youth? <laughs> you see, while I believed God is able I had been walking such a timid walk with Christ that I began to feel quite empty and ambivalent about God. My prayer life was almost non-existent, and I was emotionally drained from trying to walk with Christ without his help or his presence. <sighs> so with that preface, I would like to tell you a story. It's not wholly mine, it's my sister's story mostly, and I've asked her permission to share it. Sorry, I'm not a pretty crier. <laughs> my sister Bonnie and her husband Bert were newlyweds. Both were in their early 50s, and both counted themselves blessed to have found the other. The problem began when less than a year after their marriage, Bert began to go to bed right after dinner every evening. Bonnie was concerned, so as a loving wife, she sent him to the doctor. He returned home with a diagnosis of diabetes, and they immediately altered his diet to bring his A1C numbers down, and then he began to lose weight. He was pleased with himself because he had put on a few pounds, as most newlyweds tend to do. For nearly a year, Bert worked to keep his numbers in line. And then he had a routine colonoscopy, which resulted in unexpected bleeding that sent him to the hospital early one Sunday morning and caused the doctors to look in an area that had not previously had any symptoms. I don't know how long they had already been at the hospital before Bonnie called me, but she was crying. As she explained, see, I told you I was going to do that. 
As she explained to me that Bert was in the hospital, the doctors had found lesions on his kidney. I literally rolled out of the bed with the response of, I'm on my way. I waited with them and their church family at the hospital that day as the test results were explained by the doctor. And then he left them to absorb the information. Bert had kidney cancer. I will never forget the image of Bert kissing his wife while laying there in that hospital bed telling her how sorry he was. Okay, I just need a second. Fast forward 11 months, lots of chemo, doctor visits, and tears as Bert gets rejected for even experimental drugs because the cancer has spread into his lungs and main arteries. Bonnie brought him home from the doctor for one last time. Now it would be hospice, visiting the house several times a day. Bert had two children from a previous marriage, and their mom moved to Florida after the divorce. Both kids were reasonably young. Emily had just graduated high school, and Miles was just 15. It was September now, and Emily was on the rowing team at Florida State, and Miles was in the middle of school and scouting activities. Their mom had sent them to Utah to spend time with Bert in his last days. But now she wanted them home because she didn't want them to, be, be, to fall behind in their schoolwork. But Bert was getting weaker, and in the last days of his battle, and with hospice coming, the expectation was it wouldn't be long before he was home with God. The kids had reached the end of their stay, and it was the day before they were supposed to go back to Florida. I called Bonnie that afternoon to check on her and the kids. <laughs> I asked her, how could their mom make them leave? <laughs> this was it. There wasn't another summer to come and visit their dad. <sighs> she rightfully explained to me that it was out of her hands. And it wasn't her decision to make. So I think it's important that I tell you that I had two fathers pass away without me being by their side. And that has been difficult for me, not to have been there with them to the last. I didn't realize how affected by that I was until this situation arose. And I was broken for these kids and the lack of closure that comes from not being present to the end. So after I hung up the phone with Bonnie, you know how sometimes God speaks right into you? Well, he told me, pray. So I did. I got on my knees right there at work, and I begged God not to let these kids go home until Bert had passed.
I didn't know what that would look like. But that didn't matter. Just so these kids could be with their dad at his passing. Honestly, I had hoped that their mom would relent and let them stay another week because I knew she wouldn't let them come home so soon for a funeral. The time was 3.50 when I got down on my knees and begged God to do something. At 5.30, I received a text that Bert had passed. I can honestly say I wailed, both in thankfulness and sor sorrow, right there in the parking lot at my office. <laughs> God had performed a miracle, a big one, just for me, or so I thought. Daniel, do you remember how I told you about it? how God had shown me that he still does big miracles. Well, it took me two years to work up the courage to tell my sister what I did. I didn't want her to hate me for praying for her husband to die. And it kind of sounds pretty awful when you say it out loud. But when I finally did, she had tears in her eyes. As she told me her side of the story, so back to the phone conversation that we had. While Bonnie and I were on the phone that day, the kids had gone out to get ice cream, really just to kind of get out of an impossible situation, get a little respite. After we hung up the phone, she went to check up on, she went back upstairs to check on Bert. And she told me that he was laying there with his eyes closed kind of mumbling under his breath. She asked him what he was saying, and he said he was praying to die because he didn't want to be there when his kids were gone. The kids came home shortly after that and went upstairs to his bedside. One on each side, Emily holding his hand and Miles sitting on the bed next to him. And in those moments, Bert passed away and went home to be with God. And that's when God performed two miracles. One for me and one for Bert. Some people might think that it wasn't really a miracle because God had not preserved Bert's life. But that wasn't what God was doing. He had called Bert home according to his perfect will. But in his mercy, God had showed me how big he really is. And he showed Bert his infinite compassion by answering both of our prayers simultaneously. In Matthew chapter 18, verse 19, Jesus says, 
If two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. And as far as I'm concerned, God parted the Red Sea that day. And I hope that this story blesses you today. Thank you, Jenny. Thank you for letting me cry in front of everybody. <laughs> you are so welcome. Anytime you want to uh, do it. No. <laughs> and so that is a blessing. That blesses us. That's a God story that blesses us. And we each have a God story in our life. And yeah, she got up here and she cried. And we none of us look pretty when we cry unless you're an actress or actor. So um be willing to open up that part of what God's doing in your life and share it and come talk to me at any point. <laughs>